0: My name is Emily Harris, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to the Emerald Podcast Network. My name is Casey Miller, and I'm an arts and culture reporter for The Daily Emerald. And I'm Sarah Urban, and I'm also an arts and culture writer for The Daily Emerald. And today we're going to be talking about episode two of The Bachelorette.
1: Okay, so the date, first group date started off with The guest stars Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, which, oh my gosh, yes.
0: They were amazing. I love them. Like, they're clearly actually fans of the show and not someone that the producers just grabbed, you know, because they were in the area. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And they're like just the cutest couple ever.
0: They're so fun to have on the date and to listen to their little comments. So the date, the date itself was called the Husband Material Challenge. Started off with a nice little barbecue and then turned into quite the sports competition, um, which is always fun to see these guys competing for Rachel's Heart. Um, but it got very competitive.
1: It did. They started off playing normal sports and just hanging out with the barbecue and doing some football. Um, And then we got into the challenge, which was all about being husband material. So it was an obstacle course. What they first had to do was um, change a baby's diaper, which surprisingly, so many of them had no idea how to do. Um, And then it went on with some other legs of the competition, um, consisting of vacuuming and Getting hair out of a drain um, and some other stuff that husbands
0: would have to do in the household. And yeah, a lot of guys surprisingly did not know how to do anything. Um, One particular quote from Iggy was I poop every day, so I feel like I can handle this. (laughs) And then (laughs) Dean. That's when you know. (laughs) Yeah. And Dean is 25 and says he has never held a baby. So there you go. (laughs) And Kenny,
1: Kenny, though, was doing great because Kenny's the one with a 10-year-old daughter. So he was taking it back a little bit and trying to, you know, remember how to do everything from when his daughter was young. But he was actually doing very well. He's the wrestler, so he's very competitive um, and very big and strong. But he also was totally taking care of the baby, unlike some guys who were literally dropping their babies left and
0: right. Yeah. uh, Lucas, who ended up winning... Um, It was him versus Kenny in the end. Lucas, a lot of guys weren't exactly thrilled that he won, considering when he was fishing an engagement ring out of the drain as part of the challenge, he literally dropped his baby on the ground. Um, (laughs) So a lot of guys said he cheated, especially Blake, the aspiring drummer who still has quite a vendetta against Lucas yes he does
1: he spends his whole every time he talks on the date he's just talking about Lucas and I don't know what's worse Blake talking about his penis or Blake talking about well boom you never know
0: either way it's not fun it's not entertaining it's just annoying at this point like he'll say things like Lucas is garbage and I'm going to ruin this for him and then literally talking to the fake baby at one point saying we hate Lucas don't we psychotic
1: (laughs) and exactly and when and when Lucas won you could tell that Rachel herself wasn't thrilled either she was kind of you know you could tell by her body language and just the way she was acting it was kind of like ugh, is this actually happening
0: yeah and usually after someone wins a challenge they get solo time with the bachelor bachelorette but that did not happen (laughs) yeah she definitely told the producers a no on that one yeah and then Ashton also Ashton Kutcher was not having it he refused to waboom when he was asked to do the waboom. Exactly. I feel like when Lucas first
1: started doing that, they would like awkwardly laugh. And at this point, they just kind of look around and they're like, OK, we're over this.
0: Yeah. And we need to talk about this beef between Blake and Lucas. Yeah. Like, what is even going on? So apparently, these two were on a reality show a few years ago together called X Exile, like E-X and then I-S-L-E, where they went on with their exes and Blake ended up stealing Lucas's ex. And
1: now you know they're what? roommates.
0: Now they're roommates. It's just, it's very complicated. And the producers have not given us much info. And neither have Blake and Lucas. But they clearly have a history. They have a past. And Blake's whole focus now is kind of ruining Lucas's time on The Bachelor. Bachelorette.
1: Exactly. And he, I'm surprised though at um, Blake's, confidence when he confronts lucas because they're all sitting together as a group and he tells him straight up he's like look i spent my time with rachel talking about you and i told her that you're not here for the right reasons and then they start arguing and at one point blake is like lucas what do you have to like what legs are you standing on and lucas literally says the only legs i'm standing on are my own two legs and i'm like well yeah i would hope so i would hope you're standing on those legs and then blake ends the conversation by saying you're dismissed And I'm like, I don't know if that's how life works, but I would love to be able to say that to people if I'm just done with them. You know, you're dismissed.
0: I swear this whole episode was just filled with horrible quotes. It was. It was. And yeah, the worst part was when Blake confronted Lucas and Lucas says, what have I done to you? And Blake has no good answer at all. It's ridiculous. They're just
1: in it for the drama, both of them, because you'd have to think that when they are going on the show, they know who else is going on it. And um, I'm sure the producers definitely had something to do with that when the men turned in their resumes and they realized that those two men had been on the show together and had a past.
0: Yeah, exactly. But so anyways, with that little post-date cocktail party, some other stuff went down. Rachel was pretty bored for a while there. She even said it in a little interview to the camera saying, She's pretty bored, you know, Jack Stone, really bad at flirting. Really bad. Really bad. Uh the tickle monster was giving diaper changing advice. Which was so not relevant and awkward. Unnecessary. But then comes Dean, who is still my number one absolute favorite.
1: I'm like I'm liking Dean now. He's moving up a little bit.
0: Yeah, he's absolute cutie. He's definitely the youngest looking on the show. Mm-hmm. Um not quite sure if he's really ready for marriage, especially considering he has never held a baby, as he said earlier. But you know what? He made her laugh hard.
1: He did. They were having a really good time. And he ended up with the group ra- The group date, Rose.
0: Yeah. And he was clearly the best part of her night. Like, they had just such good chemistry.
1: He was. And he's definitely not great on the grammar game, though, because when he gets the Rose, he goes, who woulda thunk?
0: Who'd Who'da thunk? not me. I kind of, <laughs> I
1: definitely would have never
0: thunk that. Yeah, I kind of thought Kenny was going to get it just because he got second place in the challenge. He and Rachel talked a lot about his daughter. Like he really was coming out on top there. But you know what? Dean also deserved it. He did. Yeah. He
1: did. So next up, it showed
0: um, at the house a conversation between Josiah and
1: DeMario. And I just have to take a second to acknowledge Josiah's arms. Like, that dude definitely (laughs) works out. I am about his arms in that conversation.
0: They're all in such good shape. You have to wonder, like, how much time they spent just in the gym prepping for this show. I know. Exactly. So the next thing that came up was Peter.
1: He actually got the one-on-one date.
0: Oh, yeah. Peter with the gap tooth. They talked about that, actually. and Yes. Yeah, so endearing. They were. So endearing.
1: Bonding moment.
0: Yeah. So they drive to this airport, um, to this landing strip, and there is a private jet on there. And they really hype this in the promos for it, in the previews, Rachel saying, this is actually a two-on-one. And mm-hmm. it was just so overhyped. And then, you know, you see her puppy come out of the car and it's like, oh, this is good. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be good. And so they end up flying to Palm Springs. And it was not what I was expecting. Did you expect that? I definitely did not. It was like a dog party. Yeah. So many dogs. It was called Bark Fest. And there were probably 30 dogs there. Um, A bunch of random people. Where do they get these people? I don't know where they got those people. I don't even know if it was an event that the batch that the producers threw themselves yeah or if it was a thing that was already happening and the producers scoped it out and thought hey this would be great for the show yeah who knows (laughs) but it was kind of a weird date but you know what they had a good time, and that's all that matters. Yeah, Peter was
1: definitely very laid back, kind of go with the flow. He has, like, some gray in his hair. It's kind of like yeah. a sophisticated sexy going on.
0: Silver Fox, for sure.
1: Yes, but they definitely had a good time. And I think their dinner was definitely better than the day, um, the daytime date. They definitely seemed to hit it off more then. Um, and I think, I think Peter's definitely going to go far.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, he still seems kind of boring. Maybe there's some off screen stuff we missed, and Rachel is clearly so into him. So, I mean, he can't be that boring, but yeah. in reality, yeah, he just, he still isn't standing out to me. He's really good looking, of course, but his personality is still a little bit dull.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll definitely have to make more of a name for himself as the season goes on.
0: Oh, yeah. But I do predict he'll at least be in the – I think he'll be in the final four for sure. Yeah, I think so too. He's clearly made a great first impression.
1: The only thing with having the very first date though is that you don't get a lot of time later on because you kind of have to wait for everyone else to get a date before you get to get a one-on-one date again. So in the past, the person who gets the first date is always super excited, which is great because you were like at the front of her head and um, someone that she wanted to spend her first date with. But then you really don't get to see her for a while because you're kind of put on the back burner – As time goes on and she starts meeting even more people who she likes, maybe better.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely one of those bachelor curses. Like, you know how there's a first impression rose bachelor curse where that person never actually gets to be the winner of it. Yeah. Um, And I would say for the first date, it's also a bit of a curse because, yeah, you just don't get that time later when, you know, Rachel's actually getting to know the rest of the guys on a deeper level because there's less and less of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, on their little dinner date, she wore a gorgeous dress that I absolutely fell in love with. Um, They talked about past relationships, and he got the rose.
1: He did. And then next up, we had another group date, which was basketball.
0: Which was also equally as eventful, if not more so than the first group date. Um, So basketball date held in what looked like a high school gym, Um, clearly all the dudes were so psyched when they saw the little date card that said swish yeah, because everyone knows that means basketball. Um, and guess who showed up? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
1: The boys were fangirling. They were like oh, jumping yeah. up and down, freaking out. You could tell that they were so
0: excited. Honestly, they were like fist pumping, they're chest bumping, like. It was... And he looked
1: so tall next to Rachel. I like oh, could yeah. not believe it. I mean,
0: you know he's tall,
1: but when you see him standing next to the other like guys, he just looks like a
0: giant. Oh yeah, I mean he's seven too, and she's probably what five too? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> it was it was very entertaining. Um. I know some people thought it was unusual that he showed up, but he's actually done some reality shows before. Like, I remember there was this one season of this diving show competition, and for whatever reason, he was a judge on it. <laughs> that is so, Yeah, I mean, I guess in his retirement, he's just hopping on reality shows. <laughs> Not a bad idea. No, this was definitely a celeb-packed episode between Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. got pretty wild.
1: It was. So... They started off just, like, playing some basketball and doing practice um, and messing around. Nothing super eventful, just, you know, boys doing their thing. And then they decided to play—well, I guess they didn't decide. The producers decided for them that they were going to play a basketball game for a packed gym.
0: Yeah, and you could see DeMario was especially standing out because, well, he was really good at basketball. He was dunking all over everyone, and it was— Definitely impressing, Rachel. Um, you know, the ones with the athletic skill clearly impressed her. But then, you know, there were some guys who there was one, I forget who it was. It might have been Will, who was kind of dancing on the court, like in the Eric. middle of the game. Eric oh, that was, was dancing.
1: Eric. So he was definitely having
0: some fun with it. But Rachel just wasn't into that.
1: Yeah, I wasn't really either. I kind of was like, Eric is dancing. Like, what is he doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, he was clearly looking for the special attention, but it kind of backfired. And I feel like that's been happening with a lot of the guys. Yes. Um, trying to do whatever they can for the special attention. But sometimes it just backfires.
1: Yeah. So then the game comes to a close, and the team wearing the white jerseys won, and they're all back in the locker room hanging out when a special guest, not the good kind, came back.
0: Oh, yeah. We have uh, Rachel and Chris Harrison, and a couple other people were just chilling on the court, um, and suddenly a girl walks in and announces herself as DeMario's girlfriend, possibly ex girlfriend. Never really clarified that.
1: Yes. So Rachel goes and gets DeMario from the locker room.
0: Well, first, she and Lexi, this girl, have a conversation in which Lexi says, hey, like, I only knew, I mean, they had plans to get together one night, and then she turns on the TV, and there's DeMario with an engagement ring on After the Rose talking to Rachel, right 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 as Rachel's announced as Bachelorette. And, yeah, this girl, Lexi, had no idea because she thought she and DeMario were still together. And Rachel's also very taken aback by this. She just did not see that coming either.
1: Well, especially because of DeMario's overconfidence. Like, it's not like he was, you know, hanging out in the shadows, not really being noticed, kind of suspicious. Like, no, DeMario is confident, and he is, like, putting himself out there. He just did very well in the basketball game, so I'm sure she's kind of, you know, maybe a little bit a bit even disappointed because she's like oh i was really liking mario and now this is happening and is this even real is this girl even credible
0: um oh yeah she was definitely questioning the girl at first well um, i was
1: too oh yeah it's so kind was of I. suspicious like this random girl comes on you know i often wonder like is the girls who do that or there's guys who do that on um, The Bachelor, but are they just in it for the fame? And what is this relationship actually like? Or is she actually just crazy? Who knows?
0: Also, side note, you'd think she would have worn a cuter outfit. I know. she was. <laughs> her outfit was not very cute. Like, she flattering. knew she was going to be confronting him on national television.
1: Yeah, and she was very heated and passionate, too. And, mm-hmm. you know, he was kind of saying stuff like, oh, that's not how it was. What you're saying isn't true. But, of course, she was not going to back down. If she came all the way to be on The Bachelorette and confront him on the show, that she was going to hold very strong. To, oh, yeah. to
0: her so, story. Yeah, basically when Rachel goes and grabs DeMario in the locker room, everyone thinks DeMario's getting a rose, including DeMario. And then they walk out onto the court together. And His first words are, who is this? Oh, yeah, which was so convincing. I know, Even at, like, who's this? Yeah, and I was like for a second, like, oh, wait, maybe he doesn't know who she is. But yeah. then he clearly did know who she was. Yeah. But I'm sure... I mean, maybe there was confusion as to their relationship status. You never really know. You never know. And just the,
1: like just the confusion itself and the not knowing and because there were no like definitive answers, I think Rachel is definitely right to kick him off, which she did. She said, you know, like, get out of here. Like she wanted nothing to do with that confusion, whether or not there was partly part truth to it or whatever it was. Just that whole situation is kind of a red flag.
0: Yeah, and uh, in a night of very bad lines, Lexi's karma's a bitch, isn't it, DeMario? Might have been one of the worst.
1: And Rachel's DeMario (laughs) is a dirty, dirty dog.
0: And then DeMario responding with, This is just bogus right now. It was
1: great. It was great.
0: (laughs) Overall, just a night of bad lines.
1: So then Rachel goes and tells the guys what happens, which they are all shocked because of DeMario's overconfidence. And, you know, some of them were definitely becoming to be friends with him. And they just had no idea. Yeah. They were like, they did not see that coming at all.
0: Mm -mm. Josiah especially was just shocked because he and DeMario had definitely buddied up, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, those guys were almost just as hurt as Rachel was, honestly.
1: Yeah, but going into the into the into the cocktail, or not the cocktail party, but the end part of the date, um, the dinner portion, they all surprisingly were able to like have incredible conversations with her. Going off of that, because they all kind of brought out their protective side, and she ended up having great connections. It was like every single guy she was talking to, I was like, oh, he's gonna make it far. He's gonna make it far.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that kind of. I don't want to say crisis, but that kind of crazy event that happened really encouraged more deep talks than they would normally have.
1: Except for Alex. He started singing. And I was like, please stop. You're making me uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. He started singing an old Russian folk song about her brown eyes. Yeah. That was was just awkward. A little
1: much. But Eric started talking about love languages, which Mm -hmm. is like the key to every girl's heart when you ask her what her love language is. Oh, of course. And he was doing really well. I really like him. He was the one who was dancing on the court, which I guess didn't work that well. But I think he definitely redeemed himself at night. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think he
0: will definitely go far for sure. Yeah. So then after that, the next night is the rose ceremony. But that... Doesn't really end up happening, does it?
1: It doesn't. I mean, we get the whole "to be continued," which I hate. But basically, all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, Demario shows back up, and he basically said that Lexi tried to his quote assassinate my character, which, which is was, the worst. It is. It's rather dramatic. <laughs> but all the guys, of course, start getting very protective, and you know, the security gets a big TV cameo, and they get to be on the show <laughs> and you know deal with Demario. And Rachel, you know, she is
0: very curious. How real do you think the whole protectiveness of the guys were, where they all want to get out and see what's going on? Do you think they're really just curious about what's going on? Do you think they want to look protective on television or do you think they genuinely like want to – well, I, mean, what's their I intentions? think when, when a
1: bunch of guys get together like that, they all try and like assert their dominance and assert their yeah. masculinity. So I think part of like part of that was them just being like, oh, there's a guy here. We need to go beat him up, you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I do think some of them are like genuinely protective of her because they care about her. But they also need to keep it in perspective because they're, this is only the second week. And some of them, you know, they get so into it. And I'm like, you've probably honestly only had like a total of an, maybe an hour with her. Exactly. And you don't even really have, like, the right to be super protective yet.
0: Yeah. No one's in love with her yet, Mm -hmm. despite what they might say. So I just – it just seemed a little ungenuine to me.
1: Yes, So we're kind of left hanging with that. There was a to-be-continued. looked like there was, like, a fight night about to happen. Um, But, Casey, who are your favorites? Like, what are your predictions? Who do you think is going to make it far?
0: Dean, Peter, Kenny – those 3 those are definitely my top 3 i can, i would not be able to name a fourth for you okay but- Demario would have been my fourth if that hadn't happened just because he did perform so well at that group date
1: yeah well and who knows if she's gonna let him back in I mean I highly doubt she will but yeah I doubt it I would say Dean and Peter as well I would say Eric too just because they did have such a good talk at the um, end of the group date and mm-hmm. Brian he didn't get a date this week he's the one who got the first impression rose and the kiss last week so you know maybe she was honestly so confident in what they had that she didn't feel the need to bring him on a date but she did make a comment about he was how or he made the comment about how he pretty good with his hands, which Mm. you have to keep that.
0: Ooh, got to keep that.
1: (laughs) So yes, I would say Brian, Dean, Peter, and Eric. So it looks like we got a couple in common, but we will have to come back next week and see what else has happened.
0: Oh, yeah. You just heard us talk about the second episode of The Bachelorette. Again, I am Casey Miller.
1: And I'm Sarah Urban. If you liked what you heard here, you can find more Emerald podcasts on our website, dailyemerald.com, or you can subscribe to Emerald Media on iTunes or SoundCloud.